Welcome to the third episode of the Lonely Guy with a Book podcast. This is Steve Center. One of the things I did over the last week was I went through the process of uploading the podcast to the six most popular platforms for podcasts. So that's Apple, Google, Spotify, Audible, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. If there are any other platforms that get suggested to me, it turns out it's actually a pretty easy procedure. I want to make these available to the low single digit number of people who will ever listen to even one episode. I do hope that at some point readers will, at least a group of readers will, will find this podcast, listen to decide if my rationale versus one book over another and how I interact with the books has some validity. That's probably the most, to me, the most interesting part. You know, being a reader isn't about getting a book and knocking out, knocking it out. And then you, you know, hopefully at some point you got a story out of it. Thinking about the way that we interact with literature and recognizing that even, even writing that is amateurish or even bad is still a type of literature. And anything that has been written that we take the time to read deserves that that interaction with us. And I'm interested in how other people experience reading. Anyone who considers themselves a reader knows that it's a different experience being a reader versus just reading a book. I've got a couple of interesting projects that I'm going to pursue and that are going to be shared through this podcast. I have a top 100, my favorite 100 books of all time. Those will be every second or third podcast. I'll tackle another one of those. And occasionally, if a new book makes it onto the list, then that can cause uh, some change in numbering. But that's actually pretty fun because it means I got to read an amazing book. Have not read as many this year. Last year, I made a real effort and I read probably 40 or 50 books that were published last year during the year 2021. This year, I don't have, I have very few just hasn't been one of my focuses, Ben. I've been doing a lot of catching, trying to complete book series that I'm in the middle of, trying to reread some books that I read a long time ago and I don't remember particularly well. So those, but new books as I read them will certainly get uh, reviewed. And that was the last podcast where I read An Island and it was a, it was a very good read and we went through that. But I also thought I, my favorite writer is John Steinbeck and my favorite. So if, if Steinbeck is 1.0, then 1.005. So like almost my favorite tied for favorite author is Stephen King. I've read all of his novels, all of his collections of short stories, um, his nonfiction books. Uh, I just really enjoy them. And I thought that putting together a list and reviewing those books in the order that I think a newbie should read them. And I do have an opinion on that. Not necessarily that it's imperative that, you know, every book be read in a specific order, but I definitely have that some books should be read before other books. And again, I think that'd be really fun, at least for me. Today, we are reviewing the book 
the 100-year-old man who climbed out the window and disappeared by Jonas Johansson. It was written, it was published in 2009 in Sweden, and in 2012, it was translated into English. The, our protagonist is Alan Carlson. Uh, he's an old man. He turns 100 years old. He's in a nursing home, and he becomes the semi-reluctant hero that we follow on this journey. A summary of the book goes as follows. After a long and eventful life, Alan Carlson ends up in a nursing home, believing it to be his last stop. The only problem is he's still in good health, and one day he turns 100. A big celebration is in the works, but Alan isn't really interested. He'd like a bit more control over his vodka consumption. That's in parentheses. So he decides to escape. He climbs out the window in his slippers and embarks on a hilarious and entirely unexpected journey involving, among other surprises, a suitcase stuffed with cash, some unpleasant criminals, a friendly hot dog stand operator, and an elephant, and not to mention a death by said elephant. Now, this book, if we're going to be honest, the formula is not new. Anyone who's read Forrest or, or seen the movie Forrest Gump is going to be very familiar with this. A person ends up inadvertently in a series of kind of crazy situations and seems to almost kind of skate through them. Somehow they're a part of uh, all these things that seem to be impacting everybody around them a lot more than it is them. Again, if you liked uh, a man called Ove or you've seen Forrest Gump, uh, just as examples, uh, you understand what we're dealing with. I completely agree that this is not an original formula, but it is really well done. And you will love Alan Carlson. He is an engaging character. And I often think about this and talk about this when I'm talking about books and when I'm reading. And that is, you know, who are we rooting for? And it's very easy to root for Carlson. How satisfying was the ending? Uh, very. The conclusion. Now, here's here's the issue. And we have to address this. The conclusion was nearly perfect. Now, there is a volume two. We're just going to pretend that that book never was written. In the first five pages, it undoes the entire ending of the first volume. And the ending is what it was the, the bow on top of this you know, amazing gift of a book that we were given. And so for some reason, it just, it just unravels. I don't understand that. I don't understand when authors do this. I don't understand undermining the brilliant work you've done. It would seem easier to just continue on with the great story. At some point, we'll talk about To Kill a Mockingbird, and that's probably the best slash worst example of a second volume that just attempts to destroy the legacy of the first. Overall rating, I'm giving this book five stars. It's number 99 on my list of my top favorite hundred books. Again, volume two didn't happen, and that helps make the book better. If I was going to put them together, it wouldn't, it would not even approach the list. I would give volume two, maybe two out of five stars, which is obviously quite bad. My recommendation, 
read The Hundred-Year-Old Man Who Climbed Out the Window and Disappeared, Volume 1 Only. This has been Steve Center, and I hope that you read this book.